So Todd, I've got this great opportunity that just came up uh, after I had a discussion with a local brokerage, the biggest brokerage in my market. Um, they want me to shoot all of their realtors' photos, and it's it's definitely going to be keeping me busy throughout the whole year. That is exciting. Uh, now, did they talk about any exclusivity during your conversation? Well, yeah, they, they did, but I mean, it's a lot of potential volume. Well, let's dig a little deeper into that, Craig. Welcome to the Spiro Podcast, managing your real estate photography and videography business with your hosts, Todd Kivimaki and Craig Magro. Welcome to the Spiro Podcast, managing your real estate photography and videography business. Spiro is a real estate media software platform designed to really manage and grow your real estate media business, handling everything from custom online portals uh, for your realtors to order from through uh, through delivery, uh, custom delivery pages of the media that you provide your customers to more custom content in marketing material that Spiro can provide for you. The whole idea is to manage your business from start to finish and allow you to take a breath and enjoy doing what you do most. I'm Craig Magram, business development and client care specialist for Spiro and host of the Spiro podcast. And along with me, as always, Spiro founder and owner, and, uh, and co-host of the Spiro Podcast, Todd Kivamaki. Hey, Craig, how are you today? It's good to be on here. Yeah, I'm doing great, doing great. We got, we got an exciting topic, but before we dive into that, I'll let you welcome our listeners. Yeah, just, just the, the, the message that everybody gives. If, uh, subscribers, uh, if you are out there and this is your first time, welcome. It's good to have you here. Uh, and uh, you know our goal is to bring value to you for your real estate photo and video business. Uh, if you're coming back a second or third time, thank you so much for joining us. If you could hit that subscribe button, you will be first to be notified about new podcasts and new exciting topics, uh, and it will help us out in the same time. So uh, if you could hit that subscribe button, we would appreciate it. If you have a question or a topic suggestion, we would love to talk about it. This can be your podcast. Uh, please send any questions you have to hello at Spiro.media. And uh, let us know what you want to know. We'll do our best to uh, find out or bring on an expert who might know the answer. Okay, Todd. So this this situation that we talked about in the opener of the podcast actually did happen to me. Um, you and I, if you remember, we had a, a conversation quite a few years ago that this local brokerage in, in my market um, liked what I was doing and they liked it so much they wanted me to shoot for them exclusively. And uh, it, it was tempting because they were a, a aggressively growing brokerage, um, very cutting edge with with media and technology. And uh, I had the favor of their marketing department and and even the the ownership, you know, at, at the time. And uh, it just it was it was a really tempting um, uh, tempting offer. But I knew I, I knew in the back of my mind that there was some downside to this as well. Yes. Yeah, so, so for our listeners, Craig, what what did they want? Just so we can define that. So the exclusivity. So one, congrats. And I, I know I said this, but it was great that they do want this. So one, you've proven that you have a great product service and uh, a great system to deliver and to manage their agents. So it's great that you had that taken care of. And I know you had been seen and were shooting for many of their top agents and your following was growing, correct, at this company? Yeah, yeah. And so what what they were really looking for was like I said an exclusive agreement where I 
they would promote me to all of their agents. I'd have access, you know, to all of their, their various office meetings because they had several offices in the market. Um, it, but in exchange, I wouldn't shoot for any other brokerage. So I knew, okay, yeah, I might, I'd have access to the top brokerage and be the one photographer they'd really push, but that could potentially limit me in other ways. Yeah, it, it, it definitely could. So an exclusivity clause they were asking for, and again, if you're out there in this situation, you should have the contract reviewed by your attorney to tell you what that contract says. I know in Craig's case, they wanted to limit him only to that brokerage. So no other realtors in town. And I know they put a pretty big distance radius on it. A lot of times they'll say you cannot shoot for any other real estate agents within 60, 100 miles of this city. So that would, that would effectively, um, turn off your ability to sell to any other real estate agents. Now, Craig, in your case, were they, so they wanted to help you grow and they were going to kind of give you, for the lack of a better term, the keys to the city. I know they were painting this as they were going to get you into the meetings and they were going to get you into their marketing department uh, and, and all these things. But were they going to, I know they were going to help you, but were they going to actually guarantee you anything? Yeah, that great question. And the, the answer is no. And they couldn't because ultimately the decision to hire a photographer or videographer rests with the individual realtors. Um, so yeah, they, they knew they couldn't um, guarantee that volume. So that's, again, that's something you and I talked about. And you made a great suggestion to me in negotiating this potential deal in, um, in the item of asking for a retainer fee. Yes. And, 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 and basically that retainer fee was, was kind of your safety net, right, Craig? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and not having that guarantee of volume. Yeah. How am I going to take care of myself financially? You know, my family and I, so the, the idea of the retainer fee, which I hadn't thought about, you know, or young business person, maybe not young age wise, but young in business. Um, I, I hadn't thought of that retainer fee idea, but that would basically guarantee me at least a minimum, uh, a minimum salary uh, for giving them that exclusive right to to my shooting style and, and editing and, and whatnot. Yeah. And I, I know another thing that w w was going through your brain and potentially if you're a listener out there, it's probably going through your brain is, is you've taken this leap of faith and you have your business. And that's exciting. That That is a tough thing to do. You, you are a business owner. Congratulations. Uh, and, and, I think I remember the fact that this almost puts you back into an employee, but a business owner. I Can you speak to that, how you felt? Because I know they were going to say, well, you can't sell to anyone else. And even if you had a retainer, which I don't believe they did in your case, they were really just locking you into being an employee with no guarantee. Right. And not even necessarily an employee. It was still going to be a 1099 um, situation where I was a contractor. So yeah, even with, even with the possibility of that retainer, you know, yeah, I was excited to be a new business owner. I knew there was a lot of opportunity with with other brokerages. I mean, they weren't the only game in town. There was other very competitive uh, brokerages. And yeah, when I when I actually stopped and thought about it, I'm like, no, I don't want to limit my opportunities and and the chance to really grow this beyond what what I could think or imagine. Um, so 
yeah, I mean, for, for some people, it might be a great situation. It provides you some, some security and, and, you know, peace of mind that, yeah, you've got the backing of this brokerage and they're willing to pay you, you know, at least a, a minimum retainer to help you cover bills. But, and for some people, that's going to be a, a good situation. If it's something you're, you're only doing uh, part-time or it's, you know, it's a side gig for you, um, that might be the right, right situation for you. But for those, uh, those of us that want to take our businesses full time and, and grow and, and grow our income, um, yeah, probably not the best best arrangement for your you and your business. Yeah, I know some math that we did, Craig, and just to give maybe a path uh, a path forward if you're listening out there and you're in this in this situation, uh, just some simple math. I I a lot of times go back to math because the numbers uh, the numbers don't lie, and uh, I think they're very powerful. Uh, so I know some numbers and some math that we did in your situation is we looked at what your current business was and what the breakdown was of your current business. So how much of your current business was this brokerage? How much of your current business was other brokerages? So immediately, if you take this exclusive calls clause, you're going to give away all of that other income that you've worked hard to build. Now, I don't say that because it, it should be your only factor in, in deciding yes or no about being exclusive, but that is a number that you should know. Here's the other brokerages. Here's the amount of revenue they've done with me in the last year or pick a time period. And I always correlate it out to a year and that I would, they would be asking me to turn down and say no to. Uh, also there, there's another figure that we looked at is we looked at how much potential growth could you see? Now they weren't wanting to guarantee any income, but how much potential growth could you see? Now this one's a little bit more difficult. Now the owner of the broker will paint this to be a very large picture. Um, but I think it's, it's good to be realistic about, um, you know, they might tell you our brokerage did 4,000 listings last year. I can tell you that you're not going to shoot all 4,000 of them. Uh, Craig gave a good point that, uh, remember, all of these real estate agents are 1099 subcontractors. So the company, the real estate brokerage, is not forcing them to use any one provider. They have the complete choice. There is one caveat, is if the broker pays for it. And I, I can tie that in later to, to an agreement we have. But if the broker pays for it, then the agents will use it because effectively the, the brokers paid for it. But if the agents are paying for it, and that's the way it was in, in your case, Craig, if the agents are paying for it, then there's no guarantee that they have to use you. So uh, you should be looking at how much business you could potentially do with the brokerage and what's realistic to think you could grow to in one year, uh, in two years, because you should be, if the broker's pushing your services and advertising your services, you'll see that number grow year over year. We see it here. We see it here. Wow. Uh, and it, it'll be work. It'll be work that you need to build those relationships, but it's always easier to build those relationships when you have the broker saying, Hey, we trust these individuals. So that's another figure that you should do. Look at how much you're going to give away by being exclusive and look at what you could grow with the new company. You know, really from there, this, these are the tough decisions of being a business owner. You need to look at some of those numbers and decide your comfortability level. And, um, and then from there, you know, I would talk to a good attorney to make sure there's some things that uh, we're not mentioning today that they would be thinking about. But uh, anytime you have an, an agreement, a written agreement, I would always suggest to talk to an attorney. They're going to cost some money, but they are worth it.
Yeah, I would say it's it's worth the investment to to protect yourself and and, and cover yourself. One thing that just popped into my mind is as you were talking, Todd, was the the year that this happened was let's see, I started my business in 2017, so I believe it was 2018 when when we were having this discussion. I was I was one of very few real estate photographers in the market, and the with having the 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 um, the software solution that I did in the early version of Spiro before it was Spiro, um, I was able to scale very quickly and handle a much larger number of jobs than really any of my competitors, and deliver like a, a standard editing look to to what I was doing, and and so I. I I, I had the the luxury of knowing the market was pretty wide open for my business to grow. I think today that the situation's a little bit different because real estate photography and videography has gotten a lot more um, a, a lot more popular. I was just reading a, a Facebook thread today uh, that was talking about that how um, it used to be uh, you know real estate photography was kind of a, a small professional photography was kind of a small niche thing, but there's a lot more competition out there, a lot more photographers getting into the business. And so that slice of the pie is a little bit harder to to get that that wider slice. So I I think you know in in looking at this question today, I, to me it would be even more dangerous to go with an exclusive agreement because you're then really really limiting yourself. Yeah, that that's a good point, Craig. There are uh, there are a, a, the industry is growing, which is good yeah. for the industry as a whole, but it, it is right. another variable that we that you should understand of your business as to um, what is possible and what's potential. Um, you know, you can always ask for anything. Don't be afraid to ask. Um, you know, there's sometimes in my career where I've sat at a table with the deciding individuals and I haven't asked and I've looked back and I've learned the hard way. Um, before the contract signed or before the decision made is always the time to ask. So that's when you have the most leverage and that's when you can ask for honestly anything you'd like to. Uh, and they can as well, uh, to be fair. And uh, it's always good to have that open discussion. Uh, there are some cases where an exclusive clause could be really great. And uh, if I've painted it to be negative today, and Craig's ultimate decision was that he did not take it, I don't want to paint that it could, could that it could not be a great avenue for you to grow. Uh, if you feel great that maybe they're going to guarantee you a small amount and you like the idea of growth and it allows you to breathe a little bit easier and say, okay, I know where I'm at for this year. Maybe you just quit your day job and maybe you're used to having that normal salary and that, you know, that paycheck every week. And if that allows you to, if that gives you some of that relief to know that this agreement with this broker and being exclusive is going to do that, then by all means, that that would be a good reason to move forward or allow you to create relationships with those agents. It'll allow you, you will grow. Uh, you, you know, Craig would have seen growth in those companies. There's some clauses that we did. There's some exclusive clauses that we didn't take and we would have grown in those companies. So don't think that you won't grow and don't think that our situation and Craig's situation um, in our case is that you have to make that decision. We just want to educate you that there are a lot of variables out there that you should be thinking about and just put them down on paper, a pros and a cons, and then have your math done. Show it to somebody if you're not with math or go to your accountant, go to your attorney, they'll ask you some good questions. And ultimately, there could be some really good exclusive relationships out there that would just make you flourish. Um, so it's always good to be aware of all those variables. 
Right. It's, you know, it, this is a lot like a, a couple of other questions that we've tackled on, on this podcast. You really have to think about and consider what is best for you and your business. Not every situation is the same. So there's not just one answer to this question. Now, yeah, both Todd and I kind of, you know, went one way with it, but that was good for our businesses. So yeah, just reinforcing, think about what you want ultimately for your business and and then go with it. So yeah, I, I think yeah. that's going to pretty well cover this, this topic. It's, you know, it's, it, it's a hard, hard question, but at the same time, not a hard question. Uh, but hopefully we've given you some things to, to think about this week. Yeah. If, if you have a variable that we haven't discussed, or if you're in this situation, reach out to us. We'd love to have a conversation with you, talk you through some things. We can whiteboard uh, a couple of different situations and, uh, you know, help you ultimately make the best decision, uh, for your business that will help you grow and help you flourish. Right. So if, if you do have a question, you want to reach out to us, you can email us at either hello at Spiro.media. Uh, or if you have a question about Spiro uh, in the Spiro software package, you can also uh, reach out to me, Craig at Spiro.media. And we, we would love to partner with you and, and really help you grow and, and, and manage and develop your business. That, that's, that's our passion is helping uh, real estate photography and, and videography companies do their best, manage things, make things easier for you, and ultimately uh, in increase your bottom line for you. Uh, so again, Craig at Spiro.media, hello at Spiro.media, or you can stop by our website uh, to find out more about the software at Spiro.media. We make it simple. Any, any final thoughts, Todd? Not on the subject. I think we cover it well. We have PMRE coming up. So we are a, uh, this is a great event uh, this is an industry event uh, that is happening in November, and uh, we are going to be there. We're excited to be there. If you're on the fence, uh, I think this is a great decision. I think it's always great to get out and see what's happening in the industry. There's uh, a whole host of great speakers, and it's great to be in a room full of individuals who uh, think no breathe real estate photos and videos. So um, we're going to be there. I believe we're booth. Are we booth eight, Craig? Yep. Uh, V8. Yep. V8. Right on the corner. If you're looking out at the audience, we'll be on the right side towards the back. Yeah. So we'd love to see you there. If you, if you come, please feel free to come up to the booth and say hello and, uh, you know, share any, anything you have with us. We'd love to, uh, get to know you and your business. Exciting note uh, to add on to talking about PMRE. We just uh, confirmed a future podcast interview with Dominic Wilkerson of Dom Does Media, who will be one of the panel speakers at PMRE. So we're, we're super excited to have Dominic coming up. You can check his channel out on uh, on YouTube just uh, to search Dom Does Media. So we're, we're excited to be, you know, working with other other individuals and companies in in this industry and collaborate and just help us all grow and get better. We'd love to get your feedback on this question or any other question you have. Feel free to leave comments uh, here on this episode, and uh, we'd, we'd love to start a conversation. Maybe you have some ideas and things that you've thought about that are were factors in, in a decision about exclusivity. We'd love to hear from you. So enjoy your blessings and take a breath. We'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us for the Spiro Podcast, Managing Your Real Estate Photography and Videography Business. This is a production of Spiro and WOW Video Tours. You can find out more about Spiro's real estate media business management software at our website, spiro.media.